So guys, a week or two ago, we started an inductive study on the book of Galatians in the Bible. An inductive study, again, being where you would take a section of the Bible, in this case, the book of Galatians, and you would go through it verse by verse and just study what the text actually says, as opposed to a topical study where you might pick a topic like grace and just study grace in the various areas in the Bible that it's discussed. So here we are in the book of Galatians, just line by line, verse by verse, verse. Let's see what the text will actually reveal to us. Now, the author of Galatians is a guy named Paul. Paul had this radical conversion uh, to come to believe in Jesus. And then for a while he went around and he planted uh, various churches and works sharing this gospel or this message of Jesus. He had been to Galatia. He had worked with leaders there, planted a church, had subsequently left the area, was working in another area, and wrote a letter back to this congregation or this church that he had previously planted. So here we are in Galatians chapter 1, and we're going to look at verse 6 and 7. It says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. So in these two verses, the word that really jumped out to me is this word gospel. He uses this word three times. He says, I'm surprised you're turning away from the grace of, of Christ and turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. It's kind of a rhetorical statement there. And then he talks about people trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. This word gospel means good news. And that really is one of the amazing things about following Jesus is that his message actually is very good news. You know, Christianity at its root, at its core, is not a religion. It is a relationship with Jesus. It is not a list of rules, a list of do's and don'ts, a list of particular behaviors, uh, uh, a particular things you must do or mustn't do. It is really walking in a relationship with Jesus, who, who the Bible says is really the only person in the whole universe, in all of creation, who could actually come from God, from heaven to earth, lived a sinless life, died on a cross for payment for our sins, was dead for three days, and then rose from the dead. Uh, and that's literally what the Bible says. And so that his life could be offered in exchange for our life as uh, the payment of all of our sins. In other words, we're the ones who screwed up in the first place. The Bible says while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were, in another place it says, while we were enemies of God, Jesus died for us. So Jesus being the, the, the very son of God, uh, literally God himself said, you know what? Humanity has, has taken itself away from fellowship with God. And the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. And so Jesus said, you know what? I will go and I will pay the price by giving my own life. I'll pay the price of sin for everyone. So that everybody who believes in me can receive the penalty, the, 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 the offering of my life that I have given on their behalf. He literally took our punishment on himself. And then because of the great and awesome power of God, he was raised from the dead. And the Bible says he spent time on the earth with his disciples and ascended into heaven. There he sits at the right hand of God the Father praying for us, literally praying for us, which is another whole amazing concept that Jesus is in heaven praying for us right now. 
But in this passage, Paul is saying, look, this is good news. This is good news that we ourselves try to save ourselves. We try to fix our mind. We try to fix our life. We try to fix our heart. We try to uh, 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 fix our own life from the things that we've done wrong. We try to, uh, in various different ways, we try to work through our guilt. We try to work through our condemnation. We try to add good works to our bad so that we can somehow balance the scales of the universe. And Jesus said, look, you don't have to do that. I've actually paid the price for you. This is good news. You were guilty, but I took your guilt. You deserved death, but I took death for you 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 uh, uh, had had done all these things and lived in such a way that you were bringing condemnation upon yourself but you know what I have stepped in and I've taken the place of condemnation there is no other I promise you there is no other faith or religion or religious leader that has done that for you so here's Paul talking to people that he has shared this good news with and they had come to faith in this good news and then were being led astray by people telling him, no, 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 that's not really true. You know, yes, Jesus died for you, but you still have to do X, Y, Z. You know, you still in this particular context, you still have to be circumcised or you still have to eat certain foods or abstain from certain foods or you still have to follow a particular list of rules. You know, you can actually only really be a Christian if you only do X, Y, Z and abstain from, you know, X, Y, Z from these other things. And Paul is saying, look, you know, if, if, if you want to, if you live a particular lifestyle because of your relationship with Jesus, fantastic. But please understand that it, these particular actions and these works is not what is bringing you to salvation. Jesus has done 100% of the work for you so that you have access to salvation by the grace that he has offered and the faith that you have in that grace. That is where salvation comes from. And he says, that is good news. These other things that you're following, this list of works, this list of, 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 of let me try to do you know, five good things to, to assuage my condemnation and the guilt that I feel on myself. He says, that's not good news. How is that good news? How is it good news that you're somehow saving yourself? How is it good news that you're somehow uh, you know, trying to do enough good to offset uh, you know, certain elements of, of, of bad in your life? We all have areas in our life that we think, man, I, I, you know, I wish this wasn't a part of my life or I wish I had done this better in the past. And we hear you know, every mantra and every self-help guru that just says, look, if you'll just simply fill your mind with positive ideas, if you'll just simply uh, you know, discipline yourself into enough good positive actions, you know, if you'll eat right, if you'll be healthy enough, if you'll you know, give away enough money or you'll serve enough other people, then, you know, then you'll overcome all of the bad in your life. Well... If you are the one, you know, let, let me personalize this. If I'm the one who has, has, you know, done things in my life that I regret, I'm still the same person now just trying to do good, now just trying to cover up bad with good. That doesn't change who I am at the core. It doesn't make me somebody different. It's just the same person with new behavior. But Jesus said, because of the sinless life that I have lived, that I am willingly sacrificing on your behalf, your entire nature as a person is changed into a person of righteousness. And in another place in, uh, in the Bible, it says that we are an entirely new creation in Christ. 
because of what Jesus has done for us. It doesn't make us a bad person now with good behavior. Jesus transforms us into an entirely different person, into an entirely new creation, and not by anything that we've done. Not because we've earned it. Not because we deserve it. I don't deserve the grace of God. I can promise you that. But he has offered it to me and to you freely. Now, that is good news. That is, that is the best news. That is the best news that you're ever going to hear. Is that in spite of anything that you may have done that's, wow, not the best. You know what? Jesus says, I love you. And I'm willing to give my life for you. And your faith in me exchanges this old life of bad for a new life of good. And now good behavior flows out of the good nature that's inside of you. Listen, you can go down an incredibly long path, a discussion over the nature of good and bad. But at this point, I simply want to communicate to you what Paul is saying to the church here in Galatia, that there truly is good news, and that good news is in Jesus. So I hope that you're well. I hope that you are blessed, and uh, I hope that this has been an encouragement to you. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. Feel free to hit that call-in button, and uh, just let me know your thoughts and, and comments about this. We can dialogue about this for a couple of days. Hope you guys are doing well. God bless you.